I think if I were to look at this and say, oh, well, I didn't like that the bakery didn't have bagels dangling from the rafters. like No, they actually an, did, though. It's an A minus. Did they? They had bagels on a tray. Okay. Well, yes. But... <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. And you can check out our bonus content on patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast for behind the scenes photos, videos, and a full score sheet report card of all of the places we've ever been to. Again, check out patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast for more of that content. There should be a link in the description as well. My name is Joe, and I'm joined, as always, of course, by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And this week, we are back at another Philadelphia coffee roaster, and none other than the Reanimator. Yes. I feel like we have done a full tour of Philadelphia coffee, and we could basically write a book about it or something. I don't know about that, (laughs) but we certainly had our adventure today walking to this coffee roaster because we did a coffee roaster actually earlier in the morning. And then we said, you know what? We're eating a lot of pastries at these coffee roasters. We got to burn some calories. pastries. Yeah, we got to burn some calories. It's about, what was it, two and a half, three miles away? 3.6. It was that far? Yeah, we walked 3.6 miles. I tracked it on my phone. What? Oh, God. Yes. I, all right. I didn't know it was that far. All right. So we had quite the adventure um, walking through Philly. But we said, hey, why not get to explore the city a little? It was a nice, clear, crisp day by the time we got there. So... I kind of was really happy about how we approached this coffee roaster in that way because, yeah, it was sort of something that when we got to, it felt like a destination that we arrived at. And that's always good when you have, I think, a very kind of positive, relieved, kind of accomplished feeling going into a place like a coffee roaster. And the walk was awesome because we got to go through all different areas of Philly. We walked through our neighborhood where we started, the Rittenhouse Square neighborhood. We went up through the City Hall area. We went through Chinatown. We went through Northern Liberties, which is where we arrived finally at our destination, which was Reanimator Coffee. And you were so right. When we saw the sign... of course. (laughs) When we saw the sign for Reanimator Coffee... I felt reanimated. I was so excited. The sign was awesome and a really good start because once I saw their logo, I understood why it was called Reanimator and I thought it was such a cool idea. I was so ready to be reanimated. Right. Which, perfect. And I'll talk about the logo a little bit more later. Okay. But this was in the town of Northern Liberties again, which is a really cool part of town, a little downtown area in Northern Philly. And I was really glad we got to explore this neighborhood and check out this coffee roaster after some, you know, other experiences that we had that might not have been in that awesome A-grade category. I was excited to get to this place and had pretty high expectations. Yeah. And that's actually a great point because as we've been saying with the past few coffee roaster episodes in Philly... I think part of the struggle for us has been trying to figure out which ones are they doing the actual coffee roasting at. So many of the places we've gone to, we can kind of just speculate based on what we see via pictures on Google Maps or something. And as we have said in the past, that sometimes gives you a good indication, but other times it's way off. And I think in this case, I very specifically at this point 
noticed that there was a picture of roasting equipment, an actual roasting machine. And I said, there it is. We got to go. We got to go we'll to this one. We'll walk 3.6 miles to get to this roaster. I mean, we could have taken an Uber, but yeah. There's no fun in that. There's no fun in that. <laughs> and they also have, I think I looked up five locations throughout the city. So you might get a very different experience at some of these other locations. And that's an important caveat, I think, to mention a sort of disclaimer that we're reviewing this specific neighborhood. Where was it? North Northern Liberties. Northern Liberties reanimator, where I think they're doing the coffee roasting because I saw the damn machine. So it must be happening there. Yes. Okay. So anyways, welcome back. If you're a returning <laughs> listener, if you're a first time listener, I hope this mania hasn't turned you off just yet. But I guess let's uh, dive in. Would you want to just briefly explain for any new listeners the coffee grading rubric system that we do? Absolutely. So the first category we're going to review is atmosphere and ambiance. After that, we're going to go into service. Then we'll go into coffee. Finally, we'll go into food. After we do all of that, I'll review the grades that we each gave. We will each come up with an overall grade for the coffee roaster. And then we will either agree or debate on what the overall podcast grade has been. And for those of you that like when we disagree, we have been spot on with our reviews oh in God. Philly. It's yeah. been kind of boring when we get to the end to do the three, two, one, and Uncanny. we're both right there. <laughs> yeah, we've been very close on our overall yes, letter grades. Yes, we have been. But as we've said in some of those episodes, it, I think it speaks to how brilliant this rubric is. Because it's a brilliant rubric. It's brilliant, brilliant. It's a huge rubric. It's, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's the best. And uh, you should trust us for those reasons. Yes. So anyways, <laughs> uh, totally just undermined any credibility I had, but uh, I was going to do that anyway, so I might as well get it out of the way in the first five minutes of the episode. So yeah, do you want to take us away with atmosphere and ambiance, or do you want me to start? Why don't we switch it up this episode? Sure. And you take us away with atmosphere and ambiance. Yeah, so in terms of my perception of the atmosphere and ambiance, I really like that we finally found a coffee roaster that was big. It was a yes. very big location. Yes, you walk in and there it's this cool kind of old brick building and there is a counter that you kind of walk up to where they have everything. They have the pastries or other food that you might want to order. You do the ordering. They have that's where the espresso machine is. They make the drinks. You can pick up your drinks, all that sort of stuff on the right side. If you keep going, the roasting equipment is in the back by some bathrooms. And then if you go around the other way to your left, there's seats on one side and then it curves around in the back and there's a lot more seats and big tables, small tables, and then a bakery in the very yes. back, which was so cool. And we'll talk more about that when we get to the food category, because I have a lot to say about that. But yeah, there was a lot going on, which was really cool. I don't know if a ton else stood out to me in terms of the reanimator vibe that I got from like the logo, which I, I'm, I know you want to talk about and I want to hear your thoughts on. So there was definitely, again, a lot going on in terms of it being a big space and being a very comfortable space where you could go. People were there doing work by themselves. They were there with friends, groups of friends. You could go there on an awful first date. There's so many great vibes that you can engage in in a place like that. And I really appreciated that. So I thought that was overall really cool. Again, I would have liked to have maybe seen more touches of their kind of personality especially i won't talk about the bathroom just yet but that's always something that comes to mind but what are you some of your thoughts in terms of atmosphere and ambiance listen i'm gonna go right out there and say it but this was my favorite atmosphere and ambiance for a coffee roaster since we've been in philly i am i would agree with so that. glad we 
decided to go to Reanimator because I loved the space. It yeah. was big. It was expansive. The ceilings were really high. There was lots of seating. There were all different types of people in there. Some groups, some two people, some people working and studying. It is so rare to find a coffee roaster where we would make recommendations for any type or group of people to go in and enjoy. Yeah, whether it's two people, yeah. a couple, whether it's you're going by yourself working. That's rare. The last place I think that we really found that was at Mongo's. Mm, yeah, probably. And you need space to do that, which yeah, well, is space. Not... The more space you have, the more it helps. Right. Yeah. This was really comfortable. I was so relieved to get here. I was really happy to sit and stay for a while. And it was probably also one of my favorite logos that we've seen. So yeah. we've been talking about it a lot. Let me just get into it. The Reanimator logo is basically skeletons that are kind of coming back to life yeah because they're drinking coffee yeah and that's why it's called reanimator, reanimator coffee. coffee i would go as far that i don't even want to explain it any further because i think you should pause this episode or keep look at, listening and take a look google search it look at their logo it is really good it is really detailed it's lots of lines and jagged edges and it really gives the feel of the place, which is funny. It almost reminded me a little bit of, they almost look like robot people, but they weren't, they were skeletons, yeah. but they had those jagged lines. Yeah. Well, they were, they were like coming back to life sort of just, and they were happy. As skeletons aren't usually doing, it just but was a very subtle logo that gives you a feeling about the place that I really liked. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, anything else in terms of specifics that you noticed? Having the bakery in the back was a really great touch. Yeah, it was cool. There were some places where the employees could go up on these staircases, and the staircases looked aesthetically pleasing. I liked that, that there were these nooks and crannies kind of everywhere with stair staircases. The Where you ordered the coffee was really pretty. The, wood, the brick walls mm -hmm. were really pretty. There's a lot of brick walls in Philly. Yeah. They keep that same feel yeah. of the original buildings. I thought this space was really, really nice, and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I still feel as if, though, again, there there was just a bit sort of that I wanted more. I mean, we talked about how they had that beautiful, not, well, it wasn't beautiful. It was just this awesome, look, like, bakery space in the back where they were clearly making all of this cool stuff. And I'm like, why is that just hidden? Like, there was nothing to identify it. I, I don't know. I just, in my mind, especially thinking of how creative the logo is, I, I would have liked to have seen maybe something... I, again, this is probably not what you would want to do, but like a graveyard sign or something where yeah, they it, could go deep into that reanimator yeah, like you, logo. You could, you it's could such a good really idea. Lean into it, yeah. I, I think is sort of what I'm saying. So something to identify that, like, hey, look, we have an awesome bakery back here, and you should maybe go kind of check that out or just be aware of it. Again, it, the fact that it was there is amazing. It really does add to the atmosphere and ambiance. I think there are ways that we've seen. If you go and listen to other episodes, that you can kind of lean into some of these characters in a not kind of kitschy, cliche way. I can only think of kitschy, cliche ways, which is why I don't own a coffee roaster. <laughs> but we've seen it at other places where it, it has a little bit more character, maybe along those lines. So that's really what stood I out could to me. See that? Yeah, th I, I don't know how much sense that really makes, but this is why. Uh, I don't know. If you don't like what I say, keep you're looking at listening. Me. Don't listen. Leave. <laughs> keep Leave listening. the podcast. Keep listening for me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And I guess if you don't have anything else about atmosphere and ambiance, that leads us to this week's rendition of 
bathroom corner. I do have one more thing. Okay. Pause the toilet. Pause the toilet and it's fitting. Okay. They had something that a lot of places don't have that I really appreciate, which is free unlimited water at a tap with cool glasses That's true. That's true. that had their logo on it that I will put some pictures up. I really appreciate that. It doesn't happen often at both craft beer breweries and coffee roasters. It's sometimes hard to get water. And after our 3.6 hike through Philly, I was very excited for some fresh tap 3.6 mile hike, not 3.6 out of 10. It's not a score. <laughs> it was but... 3.6 steps. <laughs> <laughs> 3.6 units of tire. Yeah. All right, fair enough. And uh, I guess bathroom so, corner? W- after drinking all that water, it leads us to the bathroom. <laughs> Cue the toilets. So the bathroom. Uh, I used... Uh, there were a lot of bathrooms. I appreciated that. And they were on both sides. There were two, I think, by the roaster side and two by around the corner by the bakery, I think. And I didn't get to check out the one on that side. I did check out the one by the roasting equipment. And again, I, I feel like I'm failing on the bathroom corner segment the last couple of weeks. But at the same time, I say that because nothing really comes to mind when I think about this bathroom. And you'll hear our next episode where we went to a craft brewery. I do remember that bathroom, though. So if there are things that stand out to me that are worth noting, I will note them. But nothing really came to mind. I think I remember it being a clean bathroom. Relatively. It was very bland. Yeah, it was they just a dim lighting. It was a fine really bathroom. Planned. Yeah, it was. Yeah, a fine, it was so fine. yours was the same experience. Yeah, it was, it was. There was no touches. There was no bathroom plants or murals on the wall or right. anything crazy. It was just a bathroom that had yeah. paper towels and was relatively clean. Right. So take that for what it's worth. Not a good. Uh, not a bad thing. It's a I bland think, bathroom. It's fine. We no. should have a category for bland bathrooms. I don't know what that means, but yeah, we could. I think that there are a lot of bland bathrooms <laughs> out there. Well, BBs. We, BBs. We always say that uh, bathrooms are often opportunities to do some cool stuff. And I will say one of the listeners of the podcast, he says all the time that the fact that something is not super memorable should be considered and puts you around a satisfactory whatever type grade. Yeah, it definitely is a part of it. Something being not memorable is a review in a way in and of itself. Yeah, that's a great point. So I think that is important to bring up. Uh, shout out to Lou, who does always say that it was very just not memorable. And I think that that's a good way to put it. Yeah, fair enough. And I have one other thing to say about the atmosphere and ambiance before we give our grades. Go for it. Because I don't want to talk too much about it because it gets into the coffee and maybe even service category. But where they do the pour over is literally hidden in the back behind the counter. And in fact, I thought they forgot about my pour over because I know it takes time pour overs on a good day take five to ten minutes and they were very busy and they were very busy so I wasn't expecting it quickly uh, and that's fine I'd rather them take their time with it that's why I'm ordering it because I I understand that it's it's quality does take time and I was kind of waiting though for quite some time and then I said well I might as well go to the bathroom and see of come back see what's happening go to the and BB, then i noticed the bland bathroom I'd go to the bb hit up the bb hit up the bb <laughs> and when i went to the bathroom i saw on a little table in the back they were d- doing the pour over but they were going back and forth doing lots of things uh, again that will get into service but i always love as part of the service but also the atmosphere and ambiance when an a grade to me is when you can see that pour over bar or that pour over process 
And it's maybe just not something that they optimize here, which is fine. But I'm telling you that's what I look for. And that's anybody's prerogative, whether they agree or disagree. But that definitely plays or factors into the atmosphere and ambiance for me as well. I think that's a good point. So what do I think for atmosphere and ambiance? I'm going to go B plus overall. I thought it was really good because of all the reasons we said. There were those touches that I would have liked more of and kind of these other maybe, I don't know if functions is the right word, but just other kind of expectations that I have for an ideal coffee roaster that it didn't quite lead to that outstanding kind of experience. But I think overall it was really good. It was definitely above average compared to a lot of other places we've been to. And I think, again, just for the atmosphere and ambiance, if you're looking for a place to sit down with a bunch of friends or do work yourself, it's a fantastic location. It's very comfortable. You feel like you can stay there for a very long time. So I think B plus weighing all of those factors is a really accurate score from my perspective for me. I totally understand why you gave a B plus. I'm going to go a little bit higher and go A minus because I liked it so much. I liked the logo. I liked the space. I liked the vibes. I liked the relaxing music playing. There yeah. was a little bit of beats playing. Yeah, it was cool. I really liked it. I thought it was doing something that we have not seen yet in Philly, this specific location where we could sit for a while and really enjoy, have our own space. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I don't know if I loved it. I really liked it. Oh, well, that would be plus versus A minus. Right. I loved it. <laughs> and I am not factoring in the service at all into my atmosphere and ambiance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. Beep, beep, beep. At this I didn't point. factor in the service into my atmosphere and ambiance. You did bring it up at the end. No, I factored in the fact that I can't watch the pour over. That's not necessarily service. That's part of the aesthetic. Beep, beep, beep. You said this might be getting a little bit into service. No, I, I meant that you might misinterpret <laughs> it as getting a little bit and into I service. And I did. You were right. Well, no, my point being, okay, I'll give you an example. Fundati coffee, pour over bar. You don't have to talk to them, but you can watch the process and you can watch the passion behind the process. That, to me, seems like an atmosphere and ambiance thing. You know I agree with you 100%. I know. I'm, I just want to make sure everybody else knows that I'm not a dunce. Yes. I mean, I am a dunce, but I don't need people thinking it more than they already do. So, yeah, I, th I think those are fair grades, though. Those are really great grades. Yes. Yeah. Okay. B plus and A minus. So that leads us to the service category, which I guess you'll start. This was very typical of our Philly service experience. I did not have a conversation with anybody. I ordered and I moved over to the spot that you stand when you wait for your order. And that was it. There yeah. was no conversation. There was no engagement. They were really busy. So that could be why. They were pretty busy. Yeah. There was a they, line they behind busy, us yeah. and we waited online yeah, to order. Definitely. There were a lot of people working and they were working hard. Mm, yeah. Right. For sure. I don't think they seemed miserable or anything like that or rude, but it was a very, it, it was, what are you getting? Go wait over there to pick it up. The pour over is going to take five to 10 minutes. Hope that's okay. Yeah. And then we sat down. So that was the extent of it. So the word that came to my mind, and I, uh, I hate, I hate doing the service category because I don't mean this as sort of a, 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 a uh, what would you call it? A slight or something like that. But the experience felt very robotic to me. So robotic. Like robotic was just the word that came to mind. And you get more at a Starbucks. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe in, in certain cases. Again, depending on where you go, wherever, at certain times of the day, it might be very different. But yeah, there was nothing along the lines of what we usually hope for, 
with those conversations about which types of beans to choose from, I pretty much just went with, well, I'll, I'll talk about that when I get to the coffee, but I didn't ask about the different options, really. I might have asked something about the pastries, but yeah, it was pretty much just, what do you want? Get it. And in fact, when I was waiting for my uh, my pour over, there was a point where like somebody reached up for stuff and a bunch of it fell and they kind of like put their hands on their head and like sighed and it seemed pretty pretty intense back there as per your really point, busy and that stressful was, yeah that it was really busy so i understand again it's it's difficult to uh, i mean i've worked in in service and and retail um quite extensively in my in my time and i understand these high pace stressful environments especially when you know you're going to be there day after day hour after hour so i appreciate that they were working so hard for sure i do have something to say about that though mm-hmm. Every single time we go to our favorite roaster on Long Island, Cup of Joe, mm-hmm. he is very busy. That's true. And I never once feel the stress, feel the rush. That's true. We always have a conversation. That's a really there great point. There is normally a, really great point. a line that we wait on. And I don't care about waiting on that line because I That's know true. he is engaging with That's people. That's a really good point. And Everybody waits on that line because Cup of Joe shakes your hand, knows your name, remembers you. New customers, he's going to say thank you. You can create an environment where your service is so good and your feel of community is so good that if people don't like that the line is long, they can get off it and go somewhere else where you'll get a quicker service. I like the Cup of Joe experience. And if he's doing it, we've seen it done. Well, and he also it works can very fast. Be done. That's also like we were saying, I think we said this a few episodes ago as well. Shout out to Cup of Joe. Sh- shout out to Cup of Joe for My sure. My bar for service. Well, and, and we were saying a few episodes ago with another coffee roaster experience, comparing it to Fundati Coffee, where the owner was there training a new employee on their first day and doing all sorts of other stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many factors with all of these vibes, but... I mean, yeah, we have to sort of default to what we want and what we expect with uh, a coffee roaster overall. I will say the coffee did come out. Uh, Again, it was a little bit longer, but that's what I expect for a pour over. In fact, I don't want a pour over to come out fast because that is a drip. (laughs) They're giving you a drip coffee. Yeah, that's not that's (laughs) not good. That's that's not what you're you're asking for. So, yeah, I, I think maybe there's a lot more opportunity along those lines. But do you have any other thoughts for service no those are my overall thoughts so so what are you thinking for letter grade for service i'm going to go c minus i'm why do you do this to me you make me look so bad this is why i like going first sometimes Yeah, you make me look so bad because you say your letter grade and i'm like yeah that's exactly what i was thinking where it's it's disgusting it's i keep saying it it's i'm tired of saying how disgustingly good we are at getting these same scores sometimes we are becoming robots with our rubric (laughs) (laughs) oh man let's not hope people grade us that would be funny if somebody like listens and they're like oh yeah i so disagree with them i'm gonna grade them a little bit behind the scenes but someone would probably grade me as a f because i say you know so much I don't know. I, I don't know Joe what, what you're talking about. You know? edit it out. <laughs> I don't edit it out. I should, but I. Who has the time? You know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, it's just our experience. What are you gonna do? Uh, again, there's lots of other factors to consider, like we said, but yeah, that's uh, pretty accurate from I think what we saw being there. 
Definitely. So the all important category, coffee, I think it is Mm. your turn to start us off. So actually, and this is an interesting kind of assessment because I always obviously start by talking about my fancy uh, pour over coffee because that's what I usually get. Whereas you get the latte. But honestly, what stood out to me was your latte. I thought your latte was fantastic. It was, I it was perfect. I thought it was really a really great latte. It was I liked perfect. it. I liked it much more than my pour over. And I don't know how indicative that is of the fact that it was just kind of on a table in the back and they were going back to it as they were doing other things. That definitely, I mean, there is a way to do that where you can still time everything perfectly, but it's all the more challenging maybe. And again, it's a busy environment. I, I understand all of that uh, taken into consideration, but I'm trying to think of the pour over. Do you? Re- I don't even remember. All I remember was thinking like it tasted pretty good, but it wasn't even as good as maybe some of the other pour overs we've had at some of the. If you go back and listen to some of the other episodes where I said, "Oh, this was actually a really good pour over." You got an Ethiopian. I did get the Ethiopian bean, yeah, which I normally really love. Okay, now it's coming back to me because I love Ethiopian pour over beans. You're becoming reanimated. I'm reanimating. My mind is back into it. I'm feeling the 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 vibes again. Okay. So yeah, Ethiopian beans, why I love them is because I love those bright, fruity notes in a pour over coffee. And particularly with Ethiopian, typically you get those bright blueberry notes. I mean, go back to Trax Coffee Roaster in Beacon, New York, and bursts of blueberry, that Ethiopian. That was not what I got here at all. Again, I think it was still a good pour over. It was it was still definitely above average, maybe. But it wasn't anything that I kind of um, really was wowed by, as opposed to your latte, which I thought was really great. I think, again, it was it was definitely good, but your latte, uh, maybe it's just your latte blew me away so well. Because I liked, I remember I liked the pour over, but I kept going back to sip your, your latte. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I totally understand. It was almost like the latte was so good that nothing else could really compare because it was so good. And what I have noticed since we've been in Philly is that the best lattes I've had are places that actually have specials for lattes Mm. where they have their own homemade syrups and they make specials based on that. Mm. Like the peppercorn butterscotch latte I got at Elixir. At Elixir, yeah. That was good. Yeah, what I got today was a spiced maple latte. Yeah, I think your latte today was my favorite coffee drink certainly latte since we've been in philly me too i'm so glad you feel that way it was really good i was pumped for this latte it was really good and i think that there might be a misconception in general that lattes are easy to make oh no right yeah i've learned that that they are definitely (laughs) not and it's not all lattes are are as good as the next that's for sure it's part of the reason that i stick with a latte and joe sticks with a pour over is so that we get that consistency sometimes i want to order a cappuccino or i want to order a drip coffee or a tea or something but i stick with my latte so that i can get an understanding of what they're like all over the place yeah and they definitely had really cool latte specials the spiced maple one had a little bit of cinnamon in it it, it had was, maple yeah, syrup it was great it was phenomenal yeah. i almost if we weren't going to a brewery after i might have got another mm. yeah the only other thing i want to say about your pour over was that i thought the pour over paired really well with the food we got which we'll talk about which we'll talk moment. about later and i agree i think i remember saying that my favorite part of the pour over was how it paired with the food yeah which i loved and that goes to show that they are making all their food there in the bakery section oh yeah so that was awesome so i think i know my overall letter grade for coffee or my coffee letter grade rather. me too and i'm 
afraid that we're going to have the same one. Do I go or you go? You go. No, I no, go. No, you went first. I, so I go. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go A minus for coffee. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to go good. A minus for coffee. Why? You're somewhere else? Oh, what is this? What no, is this face? I was debating between B plus and A minus. Ah, okay. Because of the pour over. Yeah. But it my latte was too good. And they had a couple of pour over options. The pour overs were ridiculously well priced. Were it they? was $4 for a pour over. Oh my God. I've seen like $8 pour overs. I, I was shocked. <laughs> I thought that was great. The other thing I wanted to say is that the bags of beans were awesome. It said exactly where they were sourced. Mm. One of the bags of beans was actually a... If you bought that bag of beans, some of the proceeds went to a dog park, a local dog organization. Didn't we walk by an organic dog park or we some did. nonsense? It just fit that yeah. community. It fit Northern Liberty's area. The bags of beans looked beautiful. They were ethically sourced. It said basically where they were from. It had roast dates on the bottom. I appreciate all that. Appreciate all that with coffee. So I'm going to go with an A- minus as well. Oh, of course if, you do. If the, you just go with the grade I gave, didn't you? <laughs> no, I think I think that's a very fair grade. If the pour over was a little bit better, it I would agree. have been A. And I, I wonder if maybe we yep. went when it wasn't as busy and someone had more time for the pour maybe. over. Yeah. It might have been an A. But the, so, po- the, point a rema- minus. the point remains that they have really great coffee great overall. Coffee. So Get a latte special too. Yeah. Their specials are yeah. really seem to be tried and true and tested. Yeah, definitely. I think that's all very accurate. And that leads us all or to the final all important category. Well, I'm saying, oh, I'm giving it away. The food category. I'm saying it's all important because can I just start? Yeah, you're so excited about this. I, I was so hyped are you gonna do? Food. Are you going to pull a monks? No, I'm not no. going to pull a okay. monks. So if you go back and you heard our Monks episode, which was the first one we did in Philly, I gave the food an overall. Oh, I was going to say, make everybody go back and listen. No, you don't have to. It's fine. Uh, You could hear my outrage at the grave you gave. Well, I broke the rubric because I gave their food an A plus because I was so delirious that night. I was like a little buzzed. I had gotten up at like 6 a.m. that morning, taught in New York, drove to Philly, had dinner, had drinks, did a podcast. By the time I got to the food category. We should go to Monks again tonight. Yeah, but that's actually not a bad idea. By the time I got to the food category of the rubric, I was like, it's an A plus for bar food. It's best bar food I've ever had. And I've been dreaming about that dipping sauce that we had with the french fries. Every place we go, I'm like, eh, if only we had Monks dipping sauce, this would be a lot better. So I would have dipped today's food in Monks dipping sauce. I would dip most food in Monks dipping sauce. Everything. Yeah. Almost, up. almost. How everything. do we get that in bulk? We should go and ask <laughs> Hot them. Hot take. Let's yeah. go bring a bunch home. <laughs> Anyways, back to Reanimator and their food, <laughs> which is why I bring this up because I thought their food was not just great, and we only had one thing, but the fact that they had a bakery in the back that I could see the fresh and smell the fresh bagels they were making. They have a brick oven where they can yes. cook this stuff, and they, they were literally. Making pretzels. Making pretzels while we were watching. They were rolling dough. And so what I got, I only want, there were were a lot of great looking options there. They had sandwiches. They had pastries. They had uh, what I wound up getting, which was basically a cheeseless slice of pizza, which I'm a huge fan of because I think really good sauce, really great sauce, and really great dough is a fantastic pairing on its own. It's a highly underrated pairing on its own. And guess what? If you're not going to drown it in cheese, you better make sure your sauce and your dough is outstanding. And this was outstanding. The air and holes in that dough. Oh, my God. It was so good. It was the most airy dough I've ever had. It was was so good, though. So 
delicious. The sauce had little pieces of garlic on it. It had to be made that day, super so fresh, good. right there in that location. I'm gonna I go, wish I'm gonna we go could out. try everything. I'm going to go out on a limb because, again, they had pastries there. They had everything that I could want at a coffee roaster. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I think this was the best food experience I've ever had at a coffee roaster. I think you are correct. I think that's pretty Maybe accurate. other than Southdown. I loved Southdown's food. Southdown's really good. But this was Southdown's different. Great, this was this, different because the was bakery level. was here and yeah, this, this was, was next, next level. level. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was... I mean, the coffee was really good, but this was outstanding to me. So I think I think it's a pretty straightforward A for me for, for food. I I think A for agreed. I think if I were to look at this and say, oh well, I didn't like that the bakery didn't have bagels dangling from the rafters. Like no, they actually an, did though. It's an A minus. Did they? They had bagels on a tray. Okay, well, yes. But <laughs> that, my point being, like anything that any reason that you would not give this food an a i think you're nuts like it, it, i agree what more do you want like this was outstanding i think it's important where things stand out to me as a solid a it deserves a solid a and the food here a grade awesome fireworks uh i don't have the sound file on this computer so oh, uh, people have definitely heard this debate before so what, you what make... debate i'm the one who has to go find these sound files you... now you have to make your own <laughs> yes there you go. And Fireworks for A grades. I also think that one of the best things about Philly is the food. Oh, my God. We have had. I had no idea. This I is had wild. no idea. Every, every place we is, go to, the food is amazing. I've never been to a city. I, I don't know if I've ever been to a city that has as good food as Philly. Well, I don't think I've been to a city where one place after another. Like, I've been to plenty of cities where, oh, yeah, there were a few places we went to that had great food. And then there's every whatever meal. else. But here it's just one after the one is better than the next. It's I crazy. I could not live here. I would just gain hundreds I, of pounds. I can't wait to leave tomorrow. I got to get out of here. <laughs> we are like, we got to go to the gym. We got to go yeah. back to garbage. Yeah, food. we're like, well, let's hit up the gym <laughs> on the way home. Prep. <laughs> yeah. The Anyways. food here is so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Really outstanding. Uh, so Thank you, Philly. What is that? Oh, well, what do you give the food grade a. here? A. Yeah, okay. A. That's what I, I thought. I mean, there's no question. If you gave it something more than an A, I could have, I think before this episode, I could have, I wanted to tell you, like, this is already an A grade food experience, but I was very curious. I already I'm like, knew. I'm like, oh, she says, like, B, I'm going to come out, you know, ready to fight. I almost wanted to say B just to see how bad you would get because I saw how much you loved it. B for bad Jackie. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Bad Jackie. Bad Jackie. So what does that give us for our tally? For All right. Our, so our here is our report card. For Reanimator Coffee. Atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave a B plus. I gave an A minus. Service, Joe gave a C minus. I gave a C minus. Coffee, we both gave A minus. And food, we both gave A. So this Ooh, is interesting. This is tough. Because we have have pretty much all A's across the board, except for our service grade. This is really tough. We've never seen that combination of grades before. No, I don't think so. We loved everything except for the service. Well, this is the first time, I think, where we've had such a difference between the service and the coffee experience. That's shocking. Usually they always, I think they've always gone hand in hand. So this is really interesting. And it speaks to the fact that they know what they're doing in terms of making really good coffee. I almost wish we went there when it wasn't as busy. So we could have talked to a head roaster or something. That would have been really cool. So, okay. I have two grades in mind i know mine uh i think i know mine if i'm being honest with again thinking i'm not just grading it based on what i like i'm also grading it based upon what more maybe i would want as an ideal setting as well 
and thinking of the fact that C is satisfactory. C means that all my expectations have been met. And I think this exceeded expectations in many ways, and it fell short of expectations in other ways. So I think I have an overall letter grade that I'm pretty comfortable with. I do too. Three, two, one. Ready for it. Three, Three two, two, one. one B plus. A minus. Okay, fair enough. I think that's very fair. I was sort of in the A minus B plus range, and I, as we often are in these cases, we have two different grades, and we have to decide one for the overall letter grade for the podcast between B plus and A minus. And sometimes we get into serious debates and arguments over which one we're going to go to. Do we round up, round down? I have a feeling like you're going to advocate pretty strongly to round up. This is really interesting because I can see a case for both, mm-hmm. right? I struggle to put any coffee roaster that my service is a s- below satisfactory in the A range overall. Mm, yeah. So I was really torn between a B plus yep. and an A minus. S- same considerations in my mind. Absolutely. Because I'm like, I loved this experience so much. And overall, I had such a nice time that I felt like I had an A minus experience minus the service. Yeah. So I don't know how strongly I feel about my A minus. I want it on kind of the record as my overall grade, but I would, if you had compelling reasons, I would also be okay with giving a B plus as the overall podcast grade. I see the benefit of both. It almost feels like it should be a B plus A minus, like a B plus plus or an A minus minus. Can we give a B plus plus? No, I think think because the food was so out... Like I feel, I feel weird saying, okay, the coffee still was like in the outstanding range and the food was not just a grade. It was the best food I think I've ever had at a coffee roaster. And my latte was one of the best lattes I've ever had. I, I, yeah, maybe. I mean, it was a fantastic latte. So I feel as if rounding up is the appropriate thing to do for all of those reasons. Because again, at the end of the day, as much as I appreciate the service and getting more of this experience, if you're able to be in those other categories in the realm of almost the best among some of the best I've ever had. I don't know if it was the food was definitely the best I've ever had. It's crazy to me to give anything less than an A minus overall. I think it's important that we kind of note and observe these other elements, but I kind of want to round up for those reasons. <laughs> it was really funny. What? I argued to round down, which was your yeah. overall grade. You argued to round up, which was my overall grade. Yeah. But we both argued for each other. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think it makes But we came to a nice conclusion it, it makes together sense, though, yeah. that this was if we're talking about our overall experience. It was an A minus experience right. overall with everything considered. Well, again, I think if the service experience was a little bit more, if there was a little bit more engaging aesthetic from my perspective and expectation. A? Those are the elements that make it an A. We would have as, had an as A. As opposed to an A minus. This was really close to being a solid A. But this, it, again, and exactly right, it's still really great for all of those reasons. I think overall, if you're looking for a great latte and some fantastic food, you'd be crazy not to go to this place. And again, like I said earlier, it is very rare for a place to have vibes that you could go here with friends. You can go alone. You can go on a date. You can go with your parents. You could do takeout. This was my favorite coffee experience in Philly so So far. far. So far. far. We have one more tomorrow. So I don't want to give too much away about that. But I think that recommendation wise, I would go out of your way to go to the reanimator in Northern Liberties, oh, yeah. even if you're staying in city center, take an Uber yeah, or definitely. take the walk. It's definitely worth going out it's of your It's worth way. going your out of way. It's yeah. definitely a destination one. If you're looking to sit down and really enjoy a cup of coffee in a really cool, trendy neighborhood, take the walk. Yeah. 
And so that's an A minus overall from A grade podcast for Reanimator Coffee in Liberty, where? Northern Liberties. Northern Liberties. Whatever. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Check it out. Uh, Hope you like it because I think we had a pretty good experience there overall. And the food, oh man, it's just the city's driving me nuts i'm i i'm gonna have to like fast when i get back to new york this is brutal it's, philly seems to be the the city of food and not just chili feast steaks not just chili feast steaks but <laughs> lots of other things but the chili feast steaks are also really great. oh yeah yeah the sandwiches in general oh, coming I, coming soon and i think next episode we're going to talk about that because we also went to soon. a brewery after the coffee roaster yes, we did. and there were some sandwiches Ooh. Oh, all right well see you next episode Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for joining us this week. Hope you had a good time. We appreciate you being here with us. And again, you can check out our bonus content on patreon.com slash podcast. Link in the description. See what Reanimator actually looks like other than Google views because we, I think, try to take further photos based upon what we already saw. One thing I should mention as well is before we left, I actually, we were right near the bakery and I kind of went over and I said, I got to say something to them because they're just standing there doing work and hanging out. And I'm like, why aren't they like featuring or promoting this awesome bakery? And I said, like, oh, excuse me. I just wanted to say thank you for cooking this awesome pizza thing. And she kind of seemed like taken aback. Like, what? Like, what are you asking? Because I would imagine oftentimes it's maybe just people complaining or whatever. <laughs> but I clarified. I said it was amazing. It was one of the best things of that sort I've ever had and all of the other stuff looked amazing and it, it seemed to like really uh, like she really appreciated it and I feel like they don't get that maybe as much as they deserve to so that again ties into what I was saying earlier where I would like that to be a little bit more explicit and a little bit more on display because they are doing such awesome work there so but yeah overall awesome experience thank you for joining us yeah I'm really glad you went over and said that they seemed really yeah. appreciative as well yeah and uh we hope to see you next time, whether it's at a coffee roast or craft brewery. I think it will be at a craft brewery. And if it is that episode, you definitely want to hear that. So, yeah, we'll hopefully see you next Monday. Can't wait. Yeah. So until next time, stay safe out there. Be well, drink well, and hope to see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>